Welcome to the Words Matter Podcast, a podcast of First Baptist Church Seminole. All right, welcome to the Words Matter Podcast, a podcast here of FBC Seminole, and we're so glad you're you're joining us today uh, in the booth with us. We've got Garrett and Nick. So glad we have electricity to do this. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> it is. Uh, it's been a week. Um, it feels like it's been a month. Um, not since our last podcast, but with everything we've had going on, we are in the middle of a tornado cleanup, and we are all bruised up and cut up and covered in poison poison oak. ivy. <laughs> poison <laughs> ivy. Um, we've been out. We've been out in the thick of it the last couple of days, haven't we? Yeah. 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 It's been fun. Yep. I, can you say that? It's been fun. It's, yeah. It's been enjoyable. It really kind of has. Like I know. I mean, I'm I'm exhausted and I'm tired, but I'm ready to go back out and continue to do some more work. Um, I think what makes it fun is you get to do it with people that you love and people mm-hmm. that love the community. And as you work alongside each other, it's just encouraging. Even if you're, though you're, you're dog tired, it's just encouraging. So, You know what's been most encouraging to me? I don't know why, but uh, working on the chainsaw crew with all the youth, Yep. Um, it has just been, I don't know, it's just really blessed my heart to see. I don't think I've ever heard a word of complaint. No. I mean, when I got home, my son complained <laughs> about how tired he was and didn't want to wake up. But when we were out on the jobs, I don't think a single one of those kids Not no. a single had one. a word. No, they worked hard. They, yeah. they were good. Yeah, our youth have really stepped up this week. They've been met a couple of them, even on the days off that we yeah. took, they've still gone out with other yeah. crews to go we, We've even had, you've even had some youth that took off of school. Right. To be here. And their school wasn't impacted. They go to a different school. Right. And it wasn't impacted by this. And so they took a day off of school to come. They did. They showed up their to come help. Group. And um, we had a couple of our students go play tennis that have been helping. And we had some students who wanted to go but thought, man, this is the better place. This is where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. And even, you know, Ryan Walker turning down golf. <laughs> uh, and that's big. That's a big deal. That's big. Uh, to come uh, carry a chainsaw. We may have shamed him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But I think he'd already made it up in his mind before we shamed him. I really do. <laughs> I think that's just his personality. Um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, last Wednesday night, um, we had a tornado come through Seminole. We had multiple tornadoes come through Seminole and um, absolutely devastate our town, destroyed houses, businesses, schools. Schools. Um, power poles. Um, I don't know if, I don't know the the percentage, but a lot of Seminole was touched by this. Um, And it's been a war zone out there. If you've driven the streets and seen the limbs and trees and and power poles and stuff that have been down, it's, it's been incredible to see. And no deaths, no deaths, no major injuries, no major injuries. Mm. Um, And if you drove through and saw, Oh yeah. I mean, it's unbelievable that, in fact, we had a church member who had a tree fall in his home. What do you say? Four foot from Probably where he was sitting. Four feet from where he was sitting, the tree went through two stories. That's yeah. how big of a tree it was, yeah. all the way through. Yeah, yeah. I have a whole new appreciation for how big trees actually yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> After carrying yeah. these giant logs this week, because yeah. we've cut them. They're down heavy. And and get them to the curb. Um, yeah. So it, it's been a week this week, but it's been a joy to to serve with you guys and. Um, like you said last night, there's not a member of our staff that hasn't been doing something. Oh, yeah. that Terry has kind of been at the command center of the bridge, and, and you talked about God's provision, and, and we're going to get to that here in a second and, and some other things that we're doing. Um, but you, you mentioned that you know when we opened the bridge 
13 years ago? December 2009. Yeah, mm-hmm. that God knew we needed it for this. Years ago. And, and Terry um, has been phenomenal over there yeah. and being yeah. just the, the go-getter. Uh, yeah. When they need something, he, he's got it or knows how to get it and is on the phone. Yeah. Being able to get that. And Penny has been and Penny right there, yeah. right there next to him and, and working through the bridge and, and greeting families as they're coming in and making sure that the cooking staff has everything they need through there through the disaster relief team. And um, staff guys, we've been running chainsaws, running crews, groups of students, um, hauling branches, cutting down trees, um, all that stuff um, with our church standing right next to us. And then one of the sweetest things was being able to gather Sunday morning for worship in the midst of this. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. just had this tornado devastate our town. We were exhausted from working, you know, First thing in the morning till the evening, and then still be able to take time and, and gather with God's people was really and great. wondered how many would show up. We re- yeah yeah, and it, you know it's one of the things I've really enjoyed, um, uh, been spiritually satisfied is knowing how much of First Baptist Church of Seminole has been represented in so much of the recovery in Seminole in 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 a multitude of ways, you know. Uh, the mayor is part of our fellowship. The city mm-hmm. manager is part of our fellowship. Mm-hmm. Matt's one of our mm-hmm. staff members, uh, part of the city leadership, and then all the different members of our churches who of our church who owns who own businesses in town and how they've been plugged in. And so even if we didn't see him on our chainsaw crew, we mm-hmm. have so many people from First Baptist Church Seminole represented in the recovery efforts, and that just makes uh, I think it makes all of us. Um, uh, I don't know if. Proud is the right word or not, but, I, you know, it is. I mean, it makes mm-hmm. me proud to be in fellowship with so many people who are part of the recovery of Seminole. Yeah, it, it's been really great to see. And then even just the, the flood of text and calls and, hey, what do you need? What can we do? Praying for you guys. You know, how can we help uh, from church members um, and even former church members from across the state that are that are praying for us and, and seeing how they can help and get involved in, in some of the efforts and stuff here has been really, really cool to see. Um, so we have a, a special episode here. We're going to get ready to cut to that. Um, we got to interview one of the disaster relief, uh, the chief disaster relief, um, the white hat, as Nick refers to that. The, the chief for this project, right. yes. the incident commander. Yeah. yeah. And so we had got to sit down and interview him and um, uh, to hear his heart and his story and, and what the DR team actually does when they get on, on, on ground. And uh, we're going to go ahead and cut to that interview uh, right now. All right, here we are with a special podcast today. It is Words Matter podcast, but we are taking a little diversion from what we normally do because uh, for anybody listening, today is May 12th, and we are in day eight of the post-Seminole tornado. And so the city and volunteers and the church have been hard at work, and so we have an opportunity today to just talk through some of that with a special guest, um, the disaster relief white cap of the area. Um, Dan is with us. And uh, so, Dan, you want to just introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Dan Fuller. I'm from Medicine Park First Baptist Church. All right. Medicine Park. That's, they got a good burger down there, don't yes, they? Yes, they do. What's Mears that? Burger. Mears Burger. Mears yeah. Burger. Yeah. I would, I wouldn't know what the good food is. You do. You do. I wouldn't know where that's at. Yeah. Garrett's with us. And um, and Josh obviously is with us, uh, doing what he always does, uh, the urit the DJ yeah. part of it, making sure everything runs smooth. So really, what we want to do with this podcast is we just want to kind of talk through what has happened, um, 
We want to talk through the provision of God through all of this, both in resources and people, and uh, really kind of want to get to know a little bit more about Oklahoma Baptist disaster relief, really disaster relief in general, but um, we're all Oklahomans. We love Oklahoma, and uh, so... Uh, Dan, why, could you just give us kind of an overall uh, perspective um, of what Oklahoma Baptist Disaster Relief is? Anytime there's any type of disaster, you know, uh, of course, tornadoes in Oklahoma, ice storms, uh, any type of flooding, uh, we're, we got enough personnel and we got enough trained people to handle each disaster. And so that's what we do. We go out to a, a disaster area. Uh, we will prepare me, uh, meals for the public and our teams that's working. And whatever the disaster is, we will start bringing in chainsaw team or maybe it's what we call mud out team. Mm-hmm. And uh, also we'll have chaplains. Yeah. Uh, in that situation, when a person who lost their home and stuff, they, they just need somebody to talk to. Yeah. So we try to provide all the needs that we can think of that a person will need during a disaster. Okay, that's good. So, uh, Dan, why don't you tell us how you got involved, just your personal story of how you got involved in disaster relief. My personal story started about 25 years ago. Okay. And I was in Oklahoma City at Portland Avenue Baptist Church at a mission rally. And I was actually standing in the foyer, and we had what we call the Oklahoma Builders. And they're normally Mm -hmm. people that's retired, and they will go out and help build a church or a mission, and I'm standing in the foyer. And there would be a couple that would come in, and someone would say, hey, John, we hadn't seen you lately. And John would say, you know, I had a, a heart attack, bypass. And he said, I'm not able to go out no more. I heard this same story about three different times. Mm. And God broke my heart. People, we, we work all our life to retire so we can volunteer and help people. Mm. And I just told the Lord that day, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm young. I got a family. I got to take care of my family. But if you will help me take care of my family, I will start volunteering now while I still got my health. Mm. I won't wait till I retire. Mm. And that's why I got in and uh, been in it for 25 years. Wow. Now. Wow. That's really neat. That's really neat. That's, again, God's provision. So, I'm looking across the table at you, and you've got a disaster relief hat on, but your hat is white. I've yes, seen sir. blue hats. I've seen yellow hats, but there's yeah. only one white hat here in town. Can you tell yeah. us about the hat you're wearing and the different hats and what they yep. mean? The white hat is actually the site coordinator or the instant command, and I have an instant command team that we will handle everything on site. We will bring the teams in. We will see that we have a laundry trailer, a shower trailer, uh, all the logistics at the church. We handle all that. We get all the work orders come through. We handle those, hand them back out to our team. And then each team has what we call a blue cap, and that's a team leader. And then all the volunteers are yellow caps. Yeah, okay. So you guys here uh, over the last seven days, eight, we're in day eight, you've had a office trailer here that you guys work out of you've got a shower trailer for yes. for people to come you've got a place for people to do laundry you got a place for volunteers to do laundry you got a freezer trailer where you're uh for food and for everything. holding food yes you've got cooks 
and servants and chainsaw teams and uh, guys running tractors and, and everything. I mean, what am I missing? <laughs> well, I think you pretty well covered it okay, all. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I try to tell people when they said, okay, what do I need to bring? I, I tell them it's like going to Falls Creek, going to a camp uh-huh. and everything else. So what are we going to provide at camp? Well, they're going to have to have showers. Well, a lot of times, you guys are so blessed at this church. Mm. And we always stay in church yeah. when we stay. That's where we sleep at. We carry air mattress, cots, <laughs> or whatever. And very sh- seldom does church have showers, guys. Mm. So we have a portable shower trailer that I can pull up, hook up, and do everything you would inside your church. Yeah. But because you guys was blessed yeah. and you have the shower, that, that really helped. And also we found out, you know, when you get out here and you're doing this uh, dirty work uh, and you're sweating, you don't want to have your clothes in your room more than one of the two days. <laughs> that's so, true, yeah. You know, well, so yeah. they begin to get a little sour. So yeah. we, we, that's where we have the shower trailer, uh, excuse me, the laundry trailer. And uh, we have a team that uh, come in and does every one of them. Yeah. We have someone on the laundry trailer, I have someone on a shower trailer, and then we have a cooking team. And again, because we we've done such a, a volume of people, I think we've had like a, right at a hundred people on site at one time mm. since we've been here. Yeah. So that's a lot of food. Yeah. Well, again, we coming into a, a a church that you don't have the refrigeration room. Right. So over the year, God has blessed Oklahoma Southern Baptist Disaster Relief, and now we have what we call the freezer trailer, so that we can buy uh, a lot of food and store it at one time yeah yeah and uh, speaking of food one of the things that's been really a, a blessing is you know we have bar s here in town yes and uh the uh, current I don't, I don't even know what his title is anymore but uh cole the cheatwood chief bottle washer he's the chief bottle <laughs> wa- he's he's the he's the guy out here at the bar s right. and they have been so kind to just keep that trailer loaded with meat and stuff yes for us, so they have given us i think almost two pallets yeah of lunch meat wow and, and again, that's something else we do. Uh, our, our people will provide breakfast for everybody, and then they will put out lunch meat and sandwiches and snack so that they can take it with them, a sack lunch out on the job site. Yeah. And so when you got 50 to 100 workers, that's a lot of sandwiches yep. that go out. Yeah. And so Bar S has been great and provided all that lunch meat that we needed yeah. uh, for our teams. Yeah. He listens, so thank you, Cole. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, we appreciate so, it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, let's talk about some numbers here. Uh, okay. Josh and Garrett, they kind of like to break things down in, in these tangible numbers that can kind of <laughs> give a, a real a perspective on things. So I'm going to turn it over to them and just, I know you've got some numbers that you can share with us, a way that God has provided through people and through resources here in Seminole. So why don't you guys just take away with that? So you said at any time you thought that we had about a hundred on site. Do you know how That's many? Largest number, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how many volunteers that we've had cycle through here. We, we had three hundred and twenty-three. Three hundred and twenty-three. Wow. And those yeah. people come from where? All over the state of Oklahoma. Okay, from churches and they're from associated churches. Yes. Okay. And so we've had groups of churches come. Yes. We've had we, individuals. We, we've had a group of churches, and then our uh, disaster relief people. Uh, they can be from all four corners right. of the state. Okay, S- and and they've done everything from cooking to showers to laundry, laundry. to chainsaw teams yes. slash running equipment. And how many work orders did we go through? 
We went through 105 work orders, and we've completed 100 of them. Wow. We've completed 100 of them. So wow. just, yes, just five left. Five left. Okay. <laughs> and that that kind of comes out to, I saw you writing a number to how many man hours? Yes. 4,787 man hours. Wow. And I don't know if you're aware days. of those man hours. The reason we keep them, and, you know, we're, we're not number peoples. You know, we give, God knows what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. But we can give the man hour numbers to the city, mm-hmm. and FEMA will reimburse them for that man hours. Yeah. Just like they hired somebody to do that job. Even though it didn't cost the city any money, they can get paid for those men hours. And then that money gets filtered to you, right? No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> right. That goes back. It goes into the city. It goes to the it city. It goes into and the so, city. And the work that you guys do here for the city is is free of charge. Free of charge. Right. Volunteer. Just a, a yep. blessing. How- we, we don't have but one paid person. Well, two. We have Don Williams, state DR director, and then his secretary. Hmm. And everybody else you see, like myself, is volunteer. But how, how do they get hooked up with you? If somebody wants listening right now wants to be able to help, how would they? Best way to get hooked up is go on to the Baptist uh, Southern Baptist Disaster Relief uh, website, and we have trainings all over the state. And if they'll go to that website, it will tell them when the next training is coming, mm-hmm. and they'll need to go to a training. Normally, it will always be on Saturday, and it's normally start about 8, 8.30 and goes to about 1 o'clock. And that just mainly for our introduction. And then that's why we have the leaders like the Blue Caps. Once they get on jobs and on the site, that's when the real training happens. Mm-hmm. But, we, we, but they need to be a member of Southern Baptist Church, and they need to go to one of our disaster relief trainings. That, that website is okdisasterhelp.org. Yes. You can go to that website, and you can read about the disaster relief team. You can see what they do. You can donate through them as well and right. then find out about the training and stuff. Yes, sir. Okay. Correct. Dan, one of the things you talked about with food is, and, and I'm just going to brag on disaster relief and you and, and the way that you have led, is priority. there is a priority to make sure that all the volunteers are fed three, you know, three meals a day so they can go out there and they can function so that means that you turn away everybody else who comes to the church to eat, right? No way. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. And if I may, mm-hmm. uh, when you first get here, it, it's it's all you can do to get everything done. Right. And uh, my cooks fed us Thursday night, and they went home. Because most of them lived close. They went home. I had no cooks here. I had but four of my instant command people here. And about 7 o'clock, a group walked in from Shawnee, and they had a bunch of the uh, submarine sandwiches, oh, like boxes. Yeah. Uh-huh. They bought us about 40. I remember that, yeah. Five uh-huh. minutes later, yeah. here people yep. started coming in and wanting something to eat. Yep. And we was wore out. We were tired, and we really didn't have much that we could cook for them. But God knew before they come in, they mm-hmm. was coming in, yeah. and he sent us 40 meals and we served every one of the yep, meals they were after 7 o'clock at night. Yeah. Well, I've really appreciated the approach that you have led out in and have instilled that in the other volunteers um, because uh, anybody who has been in Seminole for the last eight days and has needed a meal or wanted a meal has gotten fed. Yes. And uh, that's other organizations that are here. That's walk-ups from the street. 
that's volunteers, that's anybody who walks through the doors. And I, I love the, that heart and that attitude that you, that you guys have with that. So. You know, first two or three days, we were probably feeding four to 500 meals to the public. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we've sent them out. We sent them out to the two nursing homes. The nursing homes, We yeah. sent some out to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe Meals on Wheels has been coming here lately. Yep. And we've been providing her, those meals for them, too. Yeah. But, yes. And that's just a – I love that testimony because, again, it's it's the Lord's provision. He keeps Amen. He keeps supplying you all with stuff oh. to give out to people, and that's just the way the Lord works. Yes. And, you know, I heard a guy say one time that I was at a board – I have a friend who was at a board meeting. He told me what this guy said. This guy said, uh, uh, the Lord will give you a lot of resources to give people as long as you keep your hand open and don't close it. I tried. You know? I tried. And so that's what the Lord has done through yeah. disaster mm-hmm. relief. And, yeah. and uh, I, I'm just thankful for that. So what do you guys got? It's, it was pretty incredible Thursday morning to be here. I mean, we were out Wednesday night, probably past midnight, driving around and seeing what we could do. And, and Nick sent the text out. DR team will be here at 8 o'clock, if not before, Thursday morning. And to arrive Thursday morning at 8 and it being like ants, I mean, you guys were – it was just everything we could do to almost get out of your way. So you guys could start <laughs> plugging in trailers and yeah. figure – we were on the phone with Garrett with electric companies trying to get the right plugs and adapters and stuff for you guys to get all that going. And you had teams coming in that morning. I mean, it was less than 12 hours the first tornado yeah. hit, and you already had boots on the ground here. I mean, it was incredible to watch. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. So we had the pleasure of, of quite a few of you getting to attend uh, Sunday morning service with us. And I know when when Nick uh, talked about disaster relief and what had been going on, um, I'm pretty positive it was your voice that I heard giving a hearty amen. Um, a few times. <laughs> so the, the, the team from Frisco, I got an opportunity to talk to them quite a bit. And we... Um, Towards late last week, I think it was, maybe Friday or maybe Saturday. I can't remember. The days are running together. But I was talking with the team from Frisco about what jobs we had been on because our church had some some teams go out and do some chainsaw work and, and telling them about the job that we had done. And one of the first questions that the guys from that team asked was, did you get a chance to share the gospel? And uh, I don't think I'd get choked up there, but... Um, your purpose here is not just to meet the physical needs. No, exactly And not. I'd like you to talk about that just a little bit. Well, you know, we realize, and, and you know, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to feed people and we need to give them water. But we also know when a person is hurting and they've lost their house, lost everything they own, they don't want to hear about Jesus at that point. So we come in and we give them water. We start giving them hope. We start trying to put their house back together. And eventually someone will say, why do y'all do this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you asked. Because yeah. our main purpose is not to, to do any chainsaw work. Our main purpose is to tell people about Jesus. Yeah. And on this deployment alone, there's been two people mm-hmm. have come to know the Lord yeah. because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. And... That's why we bring our chaplains in. Mm-hmm. You know, we got the guys that workers. Yeah. And that's all they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to do the chainsaw. They're going to do the sweaty job. So we have a chaplain on each team, and that's their responsibility <laughs> is to go around and see someone that need to talk. Yeah. And, and, and that's all we're here for. We want to listen to them. Yeah. And uh, every time we go out, we see someone come to know the Lord. So, guys, the way we looked at it, it's sad that we have disasters. But we're going to have them. Mm-hmm. But if we can lead one person 
to the Lord, it's worth it. Amen. And I think there's been lots and lots of seeds planted yeah. this week. We've, we've been able to share with people. We've been able to li- uh, listen to people. And we've been able to invite them to your church. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's a pleasure that we get. Yeah. We get to work with you guys. And we might never get to see you again. But yet, maybe someone that we had told about your church and invite them to your church, hopefully they'll come to the Lord after we leave. And it does make an impact on people. You know, um, like Garrett said, we've had uh, our church people have been going out, cutting up limbs, hauling them, all that kind of stuff. we got lots of chainsaws going. One of those, so most of our chainsaws are steel, and yep. we can get all of our steel supplies here in Seminole. But what one of our saws, our biggest saw, is an echo. We can't get anything echo here in town. So I had to make a run to the city. Was that yesterday? Yesterday. And so I stopped off at Great Plains in Shawnee to get some Echo supplies. So I go in, and I'm talking to the guy about the things I need. And he, I had a Baptist shirt on, and he started. He asked me about my shirt, and he heard me say I was from Seminole. And so he started asking some questions, and he said, well, pick out the stuff you need. And he went and got on the phone, called the, uh, their Echo supplier. He came back to me, and he said, take whatever you need. And then uh, he came back out. Or I was, he was writing the stuff down so he could record it as a donation. And he said, and when you run out and you need more, just come back. Yeah. It's whatever you want. And Amen. the reason was because his mother-in-law lives here in Seminole and Disaster Relief had cleaned up her yard. Amen. So Amen. that's pretty neat. It's pretty neat, guys. Has there been anything unique about this situation compared to some of the other disasters you've seen? Is there anything that stands out at all? Guys, uh, yes, yes. Your church. Your church, guys. There's nothing that we needed or wanted that someone wasn't there, like Terry, always provide mm-hmm. that. And for everybody to come out, you know, and now I'm not saying that we go and, and a lot of churches don't come out and help, but we go some places, it's nothing but disaster relief people. The local church don't come out and help. And to see you guys come out and and, and take work orders and go do them yourself. That, that's staying out a bunch to us, guys. And, and we could look around in the bridge anytime we wanted to, and there was one of your staff person there all the time, Nick, mm-hmm. all the time, you know? And, and, and that's neat, guys, to have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. And, and also, you know, we went through that first day uh, we had the Seminole State uh, baseball team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They was cleaning up the cemetery, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they come in that evening, we fed them. And uh, someone says, here's, here's a bag, get you some snack. Well, my goodness, they're 19, 20-year-old <laughs> boys, you know. Yeah. And they was hauling a whole Walmart bag that's out a, of there. It's a lot of snacks. Yeah. And, little, and yeah. little Debbies are like gold to base, college baseball right. players. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I'm standing there thinking, oh, my goodness, they went my whole snack for a whole week. <laughs> but for that evening was over with, there was two or three people pulled up and started pulling stuff out of the back of their car, and it was snacks. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, again, guys, God provided mm. everything we needed. But your guys, y'all, your church will be one of our favorite host church that we've ever been in. Mm. And I believe your, your, your staff, your members that showed up and helped is the best we've seen. Yeah, that's, a, that's encouraging. And I'll just say this, you know, 
Josh and Garrett and myself, um, uh, we've been out, you know, doing the chainsaw stuff and kind of away. But I know how valuable Terry and Penny oh, have been to y'all. Wonderful. And, uh, and then wonderful. Matt, the nice thing about Matt, one of the other guys we have on staff, is he's kind of been dual because he, he works for the city too. Yeah. And so, yeah, God really put together a good team for such a time as this. Yes, it so is. I'm glad that uh, you all feel that way. It makes, it, it makes my heart happy. Thank you. So. And I, I, we weren't the only church in this association no. that helped with this. Um, we had you guys supplied uh, – well, you didn't – they came and got it. Um, so Zion Baptist, the Hispanic mm. church here in town, yep, and yep. Harvey Road yep. right. um, were faithful. And I guess are are they still? Have we... They hadn't taken no meals in the okay. last couple of days. So we've we've gone but... down from the the initial need, but when right. but when it was needed, yeah. they they came and they didn't just have a station, but they were delivering to yeah. people. Right? They right. they yep. delivered to people who needed food. Um, they were. Uh, they were very helpful with us as well. Yeah, right. Colton and Al, the pastors of those two yeah. churches, they've been mm-hmm. uh, very helpful in this community, and, and I'm I'm proud of them. Well, and, yep. and even Terry would get phone calls from the school that said, "Hey, we need lunches to go mm-hmm. out to students mm-hmm. who can't," yep. and you guys bagged them up. Terry boxed them up and called the teacher, said, "Come get them; they're ready." And yep. they were just ready yeah. to be delivered. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So last night, I want to ask you to. To talk a bit, little bit about what you you spoke on last night um, at our Wednesday night meeting, and you talked about two kinds um, of grace that we see: the common grace um, that we receive from God, and then the specific or special grace yeah. that we receive from God. Yeah. And so, with disaster relief, and and that's not just from Baptist disaster relief, though. I think that um, I mean it's a well-oiled machine, um, and it has been such a blessing. To this city, um, and not just to us, but over the years. I mean, it started. Was it 1977? Yes. 1977. Yep. The disaster relief started. Yeah. So over those many years, that it's been, uh, it has been a blessing, not just in Oklahoma, but in every state, right. uh, worldwide, worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yep. they're currently yeah. in tsunamis in and hurricanes in other Ukraine, yeah. and yeah. Um, it's been a blessing. It's it, that's God's common grace to. As, as Nick said last night, to those who believe in Christ and to those who do not. Right. Um, even those who are in opposition to Christ um, receive his blessing from what you guys have done, what we've had Samaritan Purse here, we've had, I don't want to leave somebody Salvation else, Army, Salvation Red Army, Cross, Army, Red, Red Cross. Cross. All that's part of God's Volunteers yes. that, mm-hmm. that um, have, have shown God's common grace. But then there's more to that, though, and yeah. Nick... Well, last Elaborate. night when we met on Wednesday night, we all gathered. We had our youth and our adults, and I just I talked about um, in John 6 when Jesus sees thousands of hungry people sitting down. He t- tells everybody to sit down, and he feeds them all. And, uh, you know, there's a, uh, that's the common grace. That, that is the moment where it's the compassion of the Savior that says people are hungry, we need to feed them. And he teaches his disciples to take care of people regardless of, of their spiritual condition. The other side of that is that many of those people who are sitting in that grass being fed by Jesus, many of those people, they never made a decision to trust Jesus, to follow Jesus. They didn't obey him. They didn't continue to follow him. They just saw that provision and kind of just fell in with everybody else. Uh, But then we went to Ephesians chapter 1 where the Apostle Paul talks about the actual inheritance for those who do believe in Jesus. And uh, that's a lot better than fish and bread. Right. And uh, we, so we just kind of talked through that when it all gets down to it, when disaster comes, when trouble comes, 
you know, that God is going to send people um, to be kind, to be gracious. But at the end of the day, kind of like the, 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 the purpose of disaster relief, we want to see people led from the grassy hill where they're fed fish and bread into the inheritance of eternal life. Amen. And uh, that takes the sharing of the gospel. And I, I very much value that that is um, the heart of not only Oklahoma Baptists, but disaster relief. Amen. Wherever they go in the world, yes. we want to see people go from the grass where they're being fed bread and fish yes. into the inheritance of the eternal life. That's right. So we, uh, you all have been such an encouragement mm-hmm. to so many people. Thank you. What's what's next for you guys? I know you said we're we're kind of winding down here in Seminole, but I know you guys have got. Well, we uh, in fact we're setting it up right now uh, in the Oatmogie area, uh, the floods mm. there, and as of uh, last night, we already had twenty two jobs to what we do mud <laughs> out in that, and so we don't even take our equipment back home. It will go straight to that area, and there will be another operation just like this somewhere in Oatmogie area. Already got teams set up to show up Monday, and we'll start Monday morning. Yeah, that's that's incredible. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't we end the podcast, Garrett? You want to lead in a word of prayer for that for those teams where they're headed and for yeah. those communities? Yeah, yeah, sure. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you. Um, we thank you for your common grace. We thank you for your goodness uh, that you you tell us in Psalms that you're good to all your creation, and uh, Lord, we're grateful that you are compassionate, that you are, uh, that you are kind, even to those who are not found in, in you. Uh, Lord, we, we thank you for placing on the heart uh, of these men and women who have been so faithful to serve you to come serve us here um, in our community, in our time of, of need, and their, their willingness to give of their time and energy and um, to just to just to be kind to us and to and to show us uh, your glory through the way that they that they care for us, Lord. I pray for disaster relief as they head from here to the next, Lord. I pray that uh, they're used in in their next location um, to do the same thing to encourage uh, the local body to uh, to share the name of Christ to to meet the needs the physical needs of those people that they are going to help. Uh, Lord, we uh, we pray for their for their physical safety. Lord, that you keep them safe as they work. That you that you keep them healthy. Lord, give them uh, just an extra measure of grace. Give them a a, a fortitude to keep on because they they're eight days into it now, and and now they're going to be going again. And Lord, we just pray that you give them um, you give them what they need in this. Lord, we thank you uh, for who you are, Lord, and we pray that in even in times of disaster that you're glorified in us uh, in the way that we uh, that we show you to the people we come in contact the way that we speak about you the way that we uh, continue to worship even in difficult times lord we pray we pray that you are glorified in all that we do and all that we say it's in christ's name we pray amen amen Amen. Thank you for joining us, Dan. We Thank really you, appreciate guys. it. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Well, guys, it's been a pleasure. I mean, it's sorry it's such a bad time, but it's been a pleasure. But yeah. God use us. Absolutely. Uh, and that was our special interview with 
Oklahoma Baptist Disaster Relief team member Dan Fuller, who has been our white hat here at FBC Seminole. We want to thank you for joining us today uh, and listening to this interview with our, our team as, as we were um, privileged to be able to sit down with Dan for just a little bit and uh, talk through some of that. So thank you guys for, for joining us and uh, continue to be in prayer for Seminole as we continue um, to pick up the pieces of, of what's left of Seminole through this destructive tornado. And um, as we finished our interview, Dan shared one more story, and we thought that would be a perfect way to end this podcast. So I want to remind you, words matter. Thank you for listening. Guys, a short one real fast, if you don't mind. I uh, was in New Jersey, and I was up there, but I wasn't a part of this, and we had a, a, a big laundry trader guy was doing laundry and his couple come in and asked to do their laundry and he did and so he said can I pray with you well the husband backed off wouldn't have nothing to do with him and the guy prayed I, I can't it's hard to even get through it and the guy prayed with uh, this, this woman and he said the next day he was in there doing laundry and he heard someone shouting his name and he went outside it was a husband he said, I got to tell you something. He said, me and my wife lost everything, and we had nowhere to go. And we come to get our clothes washed so we could go home and commit suicide. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he because you prayed for us and said something about this guy that named Jesus loved us, we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. And all that deal with the guy was doing was washing the clothes. We never know how we're going to, where we're going to touch people. Never know. This has been the Words Matter Podcast, a podcast of FBC Seminole. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.